When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's up? Hey! Welcome back. It's hour three of the Donna and Steve extravaganza on my talk 1071. Our talk is fun, right? And now. Steve reads a meme and sees if Donna thinks it's funny. You sure it's not May May? All right, go ahead. I just saw this on Instagram. This is from Nicole Catherine Lindsay. This is a this is a thinker. It's one of those fun grammar ones too, you know. Mm. All right, listen to this. A colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence. Mm. For example, Jane ate her friend's sandwich versus Jane ate her friend's colon. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It didn't go where you thought it would go. Amazing. That's funny. That's funny. Thanks for sharing that. All right. Hey, your buddy Tom Bergeron was talking in a podcast recently um, with Cheryl Burke, I believe. Yes. And he talked about losing his gig on Dancing with the Stars. And basically, it came down to politics. Like, literal politics. Like, Washington, D.C. Politics. Not like office politics. Correct. Okay. So he gave um, the details to Cheryl Burke. She's got a podcast called Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. And he said that back in 2019, the presidential election was coming up. And so he met with executives to discuss the upcoming season. And he said, I told them that I really wanted to steer clear of controversy and not cast any political figures because the show is meant to be a wonderful escape from all that divisiveness for two hours a week. And they all said, absolutely, you are absolutely right. But then, soon after that conversation, he got the news that Donald Trump's former spokesman, Sean Spicer, had been cast. And he was furious about it. So he went back to the powers that be and he said, listen, why don't we compromise and I'll take this season off? But instead they counter offered to let him out of his contract entirely, Mm. which basically let him know that the relationship there was over and he tried to keep it bottled up, but he couldn't. 
He decided to issue a statement to let people know that they bleeping lied to me. Uh, That statement didn't name any names or address the situation specifically at the time. And he said he had an agreement with the producers and they ended up throwing him a curveball. He did stick it out for that rest of that season, I believe. But then they, they let him go when it was over. That's dirty. Yeah, you know. Um, he, he, I mean, he was so good, so good. He's great. Yeah, and when America loves this guy, when you get lied to by management, mm. and just work with enough managers over your life, and you'll probably get lied to at some point because they're people. Turns out, um. That can be that's that's tough because then you feel like there's a real principled thing that starts going on inside of you where you feel like this does not line up with what you said before. Right. We and were all in agreement. So then it starts to feel yucky. You know, because yeah. then you feel like there's a you a level of trust that's been yeah. Yeah, and you're wondering compromised. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You're then you gotta deal with the um the that inconsistency doesn't feel great. So if if he in fact was told Tom Bergeron, like, yep, get it, let's play to our strengths. We're not doing the political thing, right? And then they cast what at the time was a very uh, polarizing, polarizing political figure. Yes. And Tom Bergeron, to his credit, because my first question that I thought was, would he have felt the same way if it was someone of the other party? And right. he and he addressed that and said, yes, it would have same statement. Well, I would have issued the same statement. Right. And I guess he said that back when he issued his statement on Twitter, which he did not inform Disney of uh, ahead of time. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. That's, uh, yeah, if, you, if you've been told one thing and then the opposite ends up being true. At least let him know and say, hey, we could get Sean Spicer, this producer on our team, has it locked locked in if we want it. Then at least he knows he's given a heads up. Yeah. You know, I know we discussed this before, but this is going to really, whatever, whatever their argument is. Sure. Yeah. I just feel bad. He's a, he's a good dude. I'd like to see him on something else. Is he doing anything else? I don't think right now. I mean, I would imagine he was paid pretty handsomely. So he's probably got a non-compete. I bet that's up by now, though. It's 2020. Yeah, let's go. More Tom. He had a good book uh, that he that I was going to ask you about that, that. He wrote called I'm Hosting as Fast as I Can. Think this was back in the day when and again, I don't think Tom Bergeron is like, how are we going to pay the electric bill? Because bear in mind, at, at the same time, for a number of years, he was hosting America's Funniest Videos. So good. Dancing with the Stars. So good. Hollywood Squares. I forgot about Remember Hollywood, Hollywood Squares. Square? So yeah. back when Dancing with the Stars first burst onto the scene, he was going like living a bi-coastal life. Right. Kind of like Seacrest. Got yeah, it. Yep. Um, he's great. I would just love to see him. Yeah, you should read his book. I've got a lot of books to read, Steve. Did you hear Britney Spears' book is out today? I heard it was even out yesterday. I think it's out today. Yesterday. Yesterday is what I meant. but it is still out today that's That's a factual statement Mm -hmm. yeah thank you like i'll try that tonight i'll say hey did you hear uh the taylor swift heiress tour movie is out today right true right huh 
<laughs> we should start doing that a lot more. I know, right? Huh? Because to the simpletons, we'll seem smart and in the know. And to the know-it-alls, we'll be able to screw them by telling them we're technically correct. That's right. You're like my best friend. I think that you're one of the people that I'm in this building with. <laughs> uh, uh, John Stamos also has a book out, of course. It's out today. We call him Double Nose Jobs. That's right. Wow. His book is called If You Would Have Told Me, but um, he admits to having two cosmetic surgeries. I find something so interesting about what he says about these nose jobs. Okay. All right. This is great. So soon after he joined General Hospital in 1982, he decided to get a nose job during a break in filming. He was playing Blackie. Okay, he was a babe. He says, everyone who gets nose jobs tries to find some excuse other than vanity. But let me call it what it was, vanity. Hmm. He said he wasn't happy with the result, though. He said it left his nose kind of pushed up like Peter Pan or something. Okay, there's the first word, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. So during his next hiatus, he got his nose redone. This time, he used a different surgeon. He used Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon. Hmm. Hmm. He said, who better to handle the delicate task of resculpting my nose than the man who created a whole new face for Michael Jackson? Funny line, but I would suggest any other plastic surgeon. <laughs> Agreed. Like maybe Jane Fonda's plastic surgeon. Maybe guy in plastic surgery school first week. <laughs> I mean, but what's so crazy is he's talking about the Peter Pan nose and he's like, well, to fix the Peter Pan nose. Right. Let me go to MJ's guy. MJ had the most Peter Pan nose of all. Peter Pan would look at Michael Jackson's nose and say, I wish I had a nose like that. Correct. Very. And Michael pointy, Jackson thought upward. he was Peter Pan. Remember, as well. Michael Jackson also said he only had like one surgery his whole life. No, Michael. Michael, yes! I, I don't think that cleft in his chin was natural, right? What are you doing over there? I'm you typing sound in. Like secretary just like, <laughs> I'm on it. Yes, How sir. many surgeries did MJ say he had? They say he ended up having 100 procedures. Dang, on one part of his body. Wow. We got to go, Steve. I got to go. No, I got to I said it first. Uh, you got to do a Bradshaw and Bryant commercial. All right, I'd love I to. I will uh, run to the bathroom and do some push-ups, and we'll return next. It's Don and Steve on my time. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I was just talking to a guy the other day. He said, hey, I'm going to sign up for MNFatLoss.com. What can you tell me? I said, hey, it worked for me. I got to eat foods I liked. I got to eat meats and vegetables and fruits that I liked. And I watched the pounds come off. I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. And like I said, I did it eating foods I liked. I told him there's all sorts of great condiments and sauces and salad dressings out there that you didn't even know existed that you can eat as part of this weight loss plan and watch the pounds come off. I got a whole list of testimonials here from people who, like me, have had success on the MNFatLoss.com program. 
It can happen to you, too. Here's what you got to do. You got to get that free consultation. And you can even do it over the phone. You don't need to take a day off of work. You're going to go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. I can't wait to hear about your success story. Hey, we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve, The Experience. On My Talk 1071, everything entertainment coming up at 1130. Not too far from right now. We are going to play a little Whose Voice Is It Anyway? I get nervous before we play that game. It's really hard. Well, I am catching up. I think I'm within two now. Oh, really? I think. Donna. What? You're being a little bit aggressive today. And again, <laughs> you're wearing the shirt that says Biatch on it. Steve. Yes? It says Beach. B-E-A-C-H. Beach. How do you spell Biatch? I'm not sure. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Let me tell you two times of year that I hate. Okay, great. One... Summer. Open enrollment. Let me tell you three times a year that I don't really like. Two... The heart of summer. This is the heat. Bugs, bees, humidity. Yeah. Bad hair days. Just all of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is it still summer? I'm having really bad hair. No, your hair looks great. It's terrible. No, it's great. It's fine. I'll live. It doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) And the third time that I really hate is when we get a memo that says, Hey, guys, we're taking new promotional pictures. I lose my mind. I hate taking pictures. You radio people, he said with intended disrespect, are very insecure about photos. You stay in TV long enough, and I've checked up quite a career. You just don't even care. Oh, we're taking pictures? Whatever. Who cares? Uh, You know what you realize? I'm hardly ever going to see them now. Sure, we walk past stars every morning. They're terrible. And they're all over our 87,000 plasma screens that we have throughout this building. (laughs) Honest to goodness, I think we're a Best Buy. <laughs> but um, maybe they went to that business Costco, you know, that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, maybe that's it. Um, I used to work with a photographer who who would take photos sometimes for radio people. Oh, right. In this building, and he mm-hmm. said, "Oh my gosh, you take photos for radio people, and they are just so difficult because they are so hyper." concerned with how do I look? Right. Is this okay? Where I think maybe in TV you're desensitized because you're visual every day. Image is out there every day. You just, you start to not care maybe as much. Well, the reason is because we think we look better. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In person than we do in photos. I it's, agree a thousand percent with that. I think it depends. I think, 
Okay, some people complain that they never look good in pictures. That's how I feel. I'm, I never see a picture. Rare, 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 rare that I see a picture and think, wow, I look good there. Really? Very, very rare. All right. Well, 49% of Americans say they look better in person than in photos. 13% say the complete opposite, that they look better in photos. Hmm. 23% say there's no difference. Hmm. That's pretty high. 15% aren't sure. It looks like women are more likely to say they look better in person, while men were more likely to say it makes no difference. Oh, I mean, people take a picture of me and then show me, and I'm like, that sucks. I don't care. That's great. That's a really good attitude. Probably a touch negative in the front. (laughs) (laughs) But I get what you mean. (laughs) But I mean, I like that you can let it go. Younger people are more likely to say that they look better in photos, probably because they've become experts at taking selfies and using filters. Hmm. I tell you what. Lay it on me, Dee. I'm guilty of this. I have a friend who's guilty of this. If she looks good in a photo, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if your eyes are rolled in the back of your head, your zipper's down, whatever. As long as she looks good in a photo, that sucker's going in a frame. <laughs> I don't even know if she looks to see what everyone else looks like. Yeah. That means they they probably don't feel great about a photo all that often. And when they do, Correct. come hell or high water, this will be documented right. forever. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, your hair can be like, you know, blowing in the wind and you look like Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, right, right. It, you know, like I said, zipper down. Maybe you were looking the other way. That's really disheartening. <laughs> what you when you're someone else. Your hair does look <laughs> Donald Trumpish. Thank you. Anyway, that's my study for today. Yeah, so many. In fact, um, I I got like a bunch of headshots done, and I I've now and then so now I got to go back and like I go through and pick the ones that I like. Right, and it's never the ones that other people pick for you. Right, but so, I mean, and I just told the photographer, listen, all I'm looking for is three winners here. And we took like 1,200 pictures that day. You did? Yes. You know, it's click, 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 click. Got it. And then now with your arms folded. See, I now think you need to be in sun. action. I think there yeah, needs to be. Queen, speak it. Like I went to a photographer one time and she made two of us who were doing a show be, you know, in motion. motion. Because when you're taking those portrait style, they just look so flat. And not great. Yes. But if you've got a great camera and you've got great style as a photographer and you're like moving around or dancing or whatever and they catch a great moment, that's that's the picture I'm looking for, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. You're so right. Thank you. Hang on, just a few more seconds till the music kicks <laughs> in. Hang on. Right. Kick it. Hey. Uh, now we dance. Why don't we play a game? It's a game that we play on Wednesdays, and we invite you to play along with us. It's a really fun game. It's called Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It's me versus Donna. Everybody can play along. Can you identify the celebrity voices with just one generic hint? And can you do it in a fewer amount of seconds than your opponent? It's me versus Donna. We play that game next on my talk. 
Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna, talking to the listener a little bit less you. We'll get back to you mm-hmm. here in just a moment. Uh, I want to talk to you about homeowners insurance and automobile insurance. And you're thinking, Steve, that's boring. We don't want to talk about insurance. You know what? My buddies at the Canopy Group, they can laugh about it. They get it. They know you're not like, oh, boy, let's talk auto insurance today. This is revving my engine. No. But guess what? You got to pay it. And you got to pay it month after month after month. And the one thing that does excite all of us is saving more money. Having more money left to spend on the things that you want. We're going to be in the holiday season soon enough. A little more money goes a long way. Well, the Canopy Group can save you money. They are confident in that. When you make the switch, their average customers save um, over $800 for, in their homeowners and automobile insurance. And the reason that they do is they have 16 different companies, insurance companies that they work with. So they can get 16 different quotes. They'll bring you the best five quotes, and then you choose. You're going to get better coverage. You're going to get it at a better price. You're going to save money when you make the switch to the Canopy Group. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Hey, guys. We're back. We're better than ever. It's the Donna and Steve experience. We appreciate you. Should we clap a few times? All right. How many is a few? That feels three. good. Okay. I think all we right. did it. All right. Got that out of my system. I had, that was pent up all day. All Hour right. one. Glad you got was that was my done. first impulse to clap. Okay. All right. Good to know. Thank you for holding back. Uh, it is Wednesday. It is 1130. And it's time for this. Time to play. Ooh. Voice. Is it? Anyway. Anyway. Your host. Zamboni. It is that time once again. It is Whose Voice Is It Anyway? You know the game. We've been playing it now 30 times, by the way. Wow. Wow. Often we spoke about this game as a game of streaks. And we've learned that that is indeed the case. At one point, you two were tied 5-5. to Oh, my gosh. Uh, The good old days. It was 5-5, to and then Donna went on a four-game winning streak. Yeah. Made 9-5 to the score. Yeah. Thanks, Dolly. And uh, then at one point, it was 12 to 10. Yeah. After Steve was able to bounce back. Then it was 16 to 11 at one point. Oh, my gosh. Dead in the water. It's all over. But wait. Three straight victories for Steve. We now sit 16 wins, Donna. 14 wins, Steve. Thank you, Mike. He's got a chance to pull within one. Stop it. That got me excited. I feel like I just watched the, the... Little intro that they play before a key football game, mm-hmm. letting you know the history between these two teams. Let's go! Yeah. It's the tale of the tape yes. between the two of you. And again, you know how this game works. You're going to have an opportunity to bid back and forth on how many seconds it think you think it's going to take you to get a celebrity's voice just out of context. If you're right, you get the point. If you're wrong, your opponent will get the point. And uh, we've got a few voices here. And today's theme, we always do a theme overall. Well, Brittany took to social media yesterday and claimed she is the fastest and the highest, I think, selling celebrity memoir of all time. Mm. Today's theme, mm. New York Times bestsellers. Okay. Oh, Everybody boy. that we're doing today has at one point been a New York Times bestseller. That is the theme. Of course, you'll have a clue before each voice. Let's flip a coin and get this started. Who's calling it? Me. Tails. All right, coin is flipping, tails. it's flipping, it's flipping, it's tails. flipping. It's a coin. That is a tail. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it is tails. Uh, so. For the record, if we were keeping track of that, I think of 30 times we've played, I've probably only won that like six times, the, the coin flip. Sorry, man. Man. I'm pretty sure it's like 85% tails, Seriously. too, by the way. Um, yeah, right. Tails apparently never fails when you use the one on Google. Uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Donna, you've got uh, you're the first voice opportunity to start the bidding. Again, New York Times bestseller. Here's your first clue. The first voice, Emmy winner, heard in the Black Panther movies. 
Emmy winner heard in the Black Panther movies. That's your clue. Oh, no. Again, they're not supposed to give it away. You're not supposed to know the answer. That's just supposed to give you a little bit of a of a hint. Yeah, you don't have to now name in any way. No, you're going to hear a voice still. Mm-hmm. All right. So I go can, ahead and start the bidding. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. I can name that voice in five name seconds. Name that voice, oh, Donna. Five seconds. You're not going to be able to. I know. Okay, we've got an Emmy winner heard in the Black Panther movies. And again, keep in mind, these are all New York Times bestsellers. First voice is going the way of Donna. Are you ready? Yes. Then you have five seconds. Name this voice. We played with bricks as cars, and you'd smash them into each other, and it was one of the most... We played with bricks as cars, and we smashed them into... All right, all right, all right. Again, your clue for this New York Times bestseller was Emmy winner heard in the Black Panther movies. So that is a guy whose name is escaping me, who was in a movie with Kate Winslet, something about mountains... I think people wanted him to be the next James Bond, and his name... I'll give you the name that you're looking for. That name is Jude Law. Nope. Okay. Is that who that is? Wasn't he in a movie with Kate Winslet? Nope, no, that's not, not the person. what she's talking about. That's not oh, the guy oh, I'm talking oh, about. Oh, the guy I'm sorry. talking about is very handsome. Jude Law? <sighs> James Bond. His name is... Oh. <sighs> Idris Elba. Yes. That's my guess. Thank that you. It was very, very thoughtful of you, Steve, to give <laughs> a little more information. You say Idris Elba is your guess. Yes. For the second time in three weeks. Is that Idris Elba? <laughs> it is not. Steel. No. Steel. Steve thinks he, by the way, it doesn't matter. The steel doesn't yeah, matter. The point, the point is going to Steve. Uh, who did you think that voice was? I think that belongs to former Daily Show host Trevor Noah. Let's, oh, good let's one. Hear the voice again and see if uh, the My Talkers agree. We played with bricks as cars mm. and you'd smash them into each other yeah. and it was one of the most fun games on the absolutely Good trevor job. noah he by the way was the voice of the ai technology that was used in the black panther movies okay. oh. in wakanda they have this uh, ai technology and he voiced that got so, it again just supposed to give you Love a little scent voice. of it it's not supposed to actually give it away uh, emmy winner of course as well for uh, his work there so that is uh, the first point it is going to steve and we move on to voice number two. Again, New York Times bestsellers, the uh, category today. Your second clue for voice number two. Small on the screen, big behind it. Mm. Small on the screen, big behind it. Mm-hmm. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I can name that voice in six seconds. I can name that voice in five seconds. Come on, man. Why you got to be like this? <laughs> um, you got it in four? I'm going to try it in four. Why not? Hmm. Name that voice. Okay. All right. Again, our theme today, New York Times bestsellers. Your clue for voice number two, small on the screen, big behind it. And Donna, you're going to have four seconds. Okay. Steve is standing up. That's yeah, how yeah. exciting this <laughs> is. Uh, all right. We are going to voice number two again. If you get this right, Donna, we're all tied up at one apiece. If you get it wrong, you're going to have to get the one second bonus clue to keep the game going. Okay. Four seconds 
New York Times bestseller, small on the screen, big behind it. Here's your four seconds, Donna. Name this voice. Wow, who's going to tune in? And so it was so rewarding to see that. That is Reese Witherspoon. Instantly goes with Reese Witherspoon. Again, if she gets this right, we're all tied up. If she gets it wrong, Steve's got a 2-0 lead, and she'll have to get the bonus clue. Is that Hmm. Reese Witherspoon? It is not. Wow. I, was, I did not hear Reese Witherspoon. You didn't? No, let's all you lis- did. Let's all listen to it again. Felt like, wow, who's going to tune in? And so it was so rewarding to see that. What seemed specific was really universal. So I have Mindy Kaling as uh, the voice that I hear there, but I don't feel confident in that. That's a good guess because she's got a good a book. Felt that, like, wow, who's going to You should have in? that so and feel so confident rewarding. about it. Because that's Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, he is uh, getting them all wow. today. Again, it doesn't matter that he got that one right. Donna got it wrong, so the point still goes to Steve. Oh, no. Two to zero is but our score. But for the mind game, Mike, yeah. going into this final one-second one that Donna's got to mm-hmm. do to tie it up, Donna... Yeah. I've gotten both of them, though. So I know. Far. I know. Right. You're really good. You're Come better. At, you're actually better at the game. I just win because you've when been you getting fail. more aggressive recently. She has been. You're now on a four game or on a three game winning streak as a result. Because I'm wearing so. my Biatch shirt. Okay. You told me that it actually says Beach. <laughs> oh, that's By right. the way, that was my uh, Mindy Kaling, small on the screen, big behind it. She had some smaller roles, obviously, in The Office, but she was also one of the producers and writers for The Office. So, yeah. And she's done a lot of production stuff. So, very big behind the scenes and uh, directed a lot of stuff, uh, but small, not only in stature, but also some of her roles on the screen. Let's go to the final one. This, or actually, I should say the bonus clue. This is a one second bonus voice. Okay. Hey Mike, let me ask a question. Go mm. for it. Do yeah, you nothing? Do you um oh do you <laughs> always set aside the one the the one second voice or is it always just the third the in or, a potential four? This is always a set aside. Set aside. So okay, so this I, is the one I've I've found that uh the normal voices, the average I try to make them about the same difficulty level. If mm-hmm. you do that for a one second clip, it's nearly impossible to get it. Okay, okay. So gotcha. I always have a slightly more, more recognizable voice for the one second clue. All right, here we go. This is again New York Times bestsellers. <laughs> Are you ready, Donna? Not your, really. Your the cl- butterflies. Your clue for this one is politically focused award winner. Politically focused award winner. You have one second. You've only done this. Has only happened twice in the history of this Two game. Times, Both yeah. times it was you. Politically focused award winner. Award winner. Politically focused award winner. Here you go. Your opportunity to name this voice in one second. Everyone opens presents. Santa. Uh, that's John Stewart. Instantly, just like she gave the instant answer no. for Reese Witherspoon, she yeah. instantly says John Stewart or George Clooney. To tie this up, <laughs> is it John Stewart or George Clooney? It is not. Steel, the point is steel, going to steel. Steve. He Donna. says steal. <laughs> what? Listen, as your friend, I want to tell you to slow down in this. You don't <laughs> have to breath. answer Take in one beat. second. Okay. He's All just right. going to give you one second. Can we hear it again? Yes. Before yes. You can hear Matthew McConaughey again if you'd like. Oh. Everyone opens present. Santa came. Yep, got it. Yeah, it was Matthew McConaughey. Damn. Steve just ran the table. Right. Right? Do you have a hair appointment voice? today, Donna? Where are you trying to get <laughs> off to? I just wanted to be, you know, quick about it. <laughs> you were. You win the quickness. All right, let's do the tiebreaker for fun. Uh, all right, 16 to 15. Now the score after Steve gets the victory. Well done. This would have been the third voice. Uh, the clue was nearly $300 million in box office revenue. 
nearly $300 million in box office revenue. Here is your third voice. Just yell out your name when you think you know it. Uh, this one, I just left it all on the floor. Like okay. I, I'm, I'm watching it back now, and I'm like, Donna, oh that is um, Jennifer. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer. Lawrence? Uh, Lawrence? Yes. Thank you. We have now set a record for the most incorrect <laughs> answers given in one game of whose voice is it anyway. And by the way, Mike, could you please keep track of that? Because I want this to spill into next week to see if she has more consecutive wrong guesses. Um, I don't think I had a guess on that. I just left it all on the floor. Like, okay. I, I'm, I'm watching it back now, and I'm like, oh, oh my wait. God, I can't believe I said that. Like, Is that, I, is that um, 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 not, not Jennifer Hudson, is that uh, Jennifer... Kurt Russell's Jennifer. She's in the movie Made in Man. The movie that you really love. Jennifer Lopez. No, no, no. The movie about the movie that you're (laughs) like, you need to watch with your kids. Keep going. Um, She's blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not Kate Hudson. She's Kate something. Kate. She has blonde hair. Cameron Diaz. She was in a movie with Matthew (laughs) McConaughey, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. What's her name? Her name is Kate McKinnon. Is it Kate Hudson? It is Kate Hudson. I was just waiting to see. Okay, but who am I thinking right now? I don't know, but it's wrong. So whoever you're thinking is wrong. Uh, That is the voice. And again, $300 of gross uh, box office is not a lot. Uh, That's because she's more known as a comedian. That... I just left it's it Amy on the Schumer. Floor. Like okay. I, I'm, I'm oh. watching it back now, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I said that. Like, <laughs> even I, for I you, mean, I'm talking smack. Like it's yeah. Oh, that's oh, Amy Schumer. Wow. Would have came down to that, but it doesn't matter. Steve is the winner today, <laughs> and you're now one point away from Donna. Sixteen to fifteen, our score for oh, whose voice oh is it anyway? Good job, Mike. Wow, job. you, you really too. put a lot of work into Thank this. You, Thank you. No Appreciate that. That was wow. great. All right. Wow, I really am bad at this game, I guess. No, hey. Again, it's a game of streaks. You get a win. Next thing you know, you're going to lead in 20 to 15. You're not bad at this game. You're bad at most games. <laughs> Rude. Sorry. No, 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 no. This this is a game of streaks. It's like watching March Madness. Mm-hmm. You, just, you turn it off and think, that game is done. Come back later. Oh, wait, now they're up by five? How'd that happen? We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll find <laughs> out what you. the soup of the day is, and we'll find out if Brian saved me brisket. That, when we return, okay. it's done on Steve on my talk. Simple, transparent, affordable, that's what they like to say over at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. And when I talk about they, I'm talking about Lisa and Verlin. It's a husband and wife team. It's a small St. Paul business, kind of near 280 in University. It is not a full-service funeral home. That's the business they used to be in, Lisa and Verlin. And then one day they thought, you know what, it just seems like so many people these days, they just want a simple cremation. They don't want to spend a lot of money, and they don't want to deal with uh, feeling like they're being tricked into spending more money than they have to. So let's keep it simple. Let's keep it transparent. Let's keep it affordable. Simple cremation started about $1,000. And if you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that people who have used their services, they shopped around a little bit and said, wow, Crescent Tide has the best price around. And another guy said, it's the best price around, but yet it doesn't feel like a discount place. Lisa and Verlin and their team, they're good people. They're not going to try to trick you into things. They're going to talk you through it. If you want to make some upgrades, you can. And they'll tell you how much that costs. No trickery. Simple, transparent, affordable. Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Ah, I see. That's what it sounds like when somebody turns their mic on mid-off-air conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But now the listener wonders, I wonder what she saw. It's the final stretch, everybody. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Steve wants brisket. So bad. That's all. 
Can we just call the cafeteria right now? Oh, God. Is it, would it be Are okay? Are you serious right just now? Just to find out. I need to figure out if I'm getting the meat sweats with payoff or not. The meat sweats. We were talking about beef jerky chew out there, Mike Grant and I. You ever have beef jerky chew? No, I never have. Thank you for asking, though. It's like shredded beef jerky that they would put into a chew can. Right. And it, as a kid, you felt like you were chewing tobacco if it was in the back yeah. pocket of your jeans or whatever. And then you would just put it in like a dip and suck and the, the beef juice out of it. Hmm. It was so good. Do they still have that? They do. And I think they have it down at the big candy store in Jordan. How would you feel if your son or sons or daughters, for that matter, were walking around with a can of that and like a big thing, a big glob? I might tear huh? up. I would be so proud and feel so nostalgic and say, really? can I grab that real quick? And then I do the, uh, you know, the thing where you, yeah, you flick it and you tap it down. Yeah, sure. Oh cool. my gosh. I don't think you'd be down with it. I would be down. Donna. Your kid's playing baseball and he's got like a big chew thing in his mouth. Yes, I would be down with it. Why oh. wouldn't you be down with it? I mean, if he put I think like, it's like glamorizing tobacco donna you're probably giving alcohol out at halloween it's just schnapps kids and <laughs> say it's a gateway but i don't buy it don't bring your moral police to me on beef jerky right, chew fine sorry why am i so upset it's because I, I need know. beef all right hold on a second spell it backwards Feeb! oh jeez. <laughs> come down for moose soup after it's always a surprise oh no it's fucking cheese it's always a surprise might be why I still have a job, maybe. I don't know. Albert Cafeteria, please leave a message. Are you kidding me? When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. This is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, Hi, this is Steve calling in for the beef line. Checking to see if there's any brisket left over for yeah, boy. I would love to come down there and see a plate of it. Uh, Will you call us back? Yeah, just call us back. You got our number. Five, five, five. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay, bye. Oh, it's chilly day. Boo! Oh, I know, Donna. Not you, Brian. It's a different guy we're talking to. Anyway. Yeah. Why? What's up with the chili? Know, like, let's stop with the chili. Oh, no. It's a tough time. It's a tough time. Or at least offer turkey chili. You know, give us options. Yeah. Not yeah, everybody right. wants to die in a month, you know? You're... <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing, Steve? Steve is trying to find a Tina Fey excerpt. I'm going to give you something that is funny. This is from uh, Bossy Pants. And I thought that you might enjoy this. Um, Sorry, I'm like half listening to it. Tell everybody the time and temp. All right. The time is 11.52 if you're listening live. Okay. And the I'm, temperature, I have no idea what the temp uh, yeah. is. It's 37 it degrees. It's October, guys. Figure it out. Just use general temperature ranges for the month. Um, <laughs> yeah, between 30 and 60. Uh, here we go. This is uh, Tina Fey. This made me laugh out loud this morning. This chapter from Tina Fey's Bossy Pants 
is called The Secrets of Mommy's Beauty, and I'm pretty sure there's no cursing here. Here we go. Hmm. The right undergarments are an essential part of your silhouette. I developed breasts very early, around nine years old. I developed breasts so weird and high, it's possible they were above my collarbone. At that point, wearing a bra was not so much about holding the breasts up as clarifying that they were not a goiter. <laughs> he is very She's very comedic writing. So I, she, like her, I like her delivery. That's it, really good. Yeah, she is. And that's at 1.2 speed. Usually I go quite a bit higher, but I knew there would be a lot of comedic delivery here. So I slowed it down. Um, to what? What did you slow it down to? I, or, I slowed Normal. it down to 1.2. Okay, that so, sounded normal to me. Yeah, um, but she has, like I said, I this book came out in 2011. Um, but That's okay. the fact that she can just tell, it's like an old essay, like a funny, well-written, there are multiple jokes. Sometimes she'll she'll take a third pass at a joke too. You know, like it was so hot outside, and then she'll do one, and she'll say, or it was so hot outside, and give another one, and then do another one. Cute. But it's really funny, and her, her bit on... Her honeymoon cruise is just great, and I and I laughed as a person who loves cruises. Suffice it to say, she will never step foot on a cruise ship again. Really? Yeah, but it was it was quite enjoyable. I think I'll read this book. There's one you know point, Donna, where she said, she said I had been when I was on this cruise and sitting in the dining room. Um, I had been doing weekend up update for two years, but no one noticed me. Well, scratch that. The guy who refilled the soft serve machine noticed me, but just for lingering. (laughs) (laughs) I really do hope she takes over Saturday Night Live as the executive producer. Yeah. She'd be great. She, she... She knows comedy for sure. That's oh my God. such a funny thing. Known by the soft serve refill guy, but just for <laughs> lingering. <laughs> funny. Uh, oh, anyway. Anyway, and you know what, Steve? What's Books that? are timeless. Doesn't matter when you read them. You're right. You know. You're right. Yeah. I think about me going back and reading some of the classics. Yeah. That I hadn't read since I was in high school. You're right, Donna. Love is always on time. Oh, Lord in heaven. But it is. Um, By the way, all right. All right. um, You know the Vegas Sphere? I do. You're about to start seeing um, the Vegas Sphere at New York Knick Games. Here's why. The Dolan guy, what is it? Mickey Dolan? Mickey Dolan's? No, oh. not not oh. the member of the monkeys. Okay. He doesn't own the Sphere and the New York Knicks. Oh, sorry. I mean, his career went well, but not that well. Jim Dolan's? James Dolan. Dolan. Mr. Dolan's. Or Dolan, whatever. Hurry up. The Knicks are going to be wearing a Las Vegas Sphere patch on their uniform all year. It's free advertising for the Sphere because, as I said, members of the Monkees own the Sphere (laughs) and the Knicks. Fine. Hey, uh, Bradley and Dawn and their adventure begins <gasps> next. Oh, don't Love you say anything. Don't say, da, da, anything da, 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 da. don't say anything, anybody. Okay, bye. Bye.